0: Ah, uh, yes. Subject number five for episode 22. This one is ancient discoveries. And with this, I just wanted to talk about how everything that we have in, or that we know currently is all built off of, um, you know, uh, hidden, hidden discoveries, uh, uh, that we never knew existed. Like for instance, um. There was, um, there's this post I got off of Facebook. Let me start it off with this one first. There's a picture of a a small little screw. It looks like it's been oxidized. This looks like it's been in this rock for a while and and it's in its own little, um, its own little cubby hole, you know, it says while investigating the remains of a meteorite outside of Moscow in 1996 or 1998, sorry. Russian scientists discovered a rock with a screw firmly fixed inside. Geologists estimate the age of the rock to be 300 to 320 million years old, older than the existence of dinosaurs. Evidence showed that the iron atoms of the screw and the silicon atoms of the rock have in fact spread and fused suggesting the screw is by no, me- uh, is by no means a recent addition to the rock. And there's also, um, there's been a few discoveries that, um, I wanted to write down, but, uh, man, I just can get around to it. But I was watching this episode of ancient aliens, where they were also talking about the, uh, ancient discoveries and somewhere in uh, Texas, this guy came across an old hammer And, and so he picked it up and, you know, he took it to get analyzed and stuff like that and came back that it's actually a couple of, uh, I think it was like, it was, it's older. I think it was like close to a million years old, I think. So that hammer had been around for so long that it started to fuse in with the ground and the rock that it was with. So I don't know how this guy stumbled across it. I don't know how he came across it, but, um, I forgot, you know, I, I, the location, where it was at, I forgot where that was. And, um, at the time I, I didn't have my, my notebook with me. So I didn't write and write anything down. I was just, I think I was like cooking or something. So I was just kind of like catching tidbits here and there. And another part of that show was, um, they were talking about this, um, oh man, I forgot. I, I, I want to say it was in France and there was this weird looking, um, um, it kind of looked like an, like an ax, like an edge, like an ax head. It kind of looked like that, but it was shaped a little bit more different. And somebody stumbled across it. I don't remember. It was like some scientist or something. And it turns out that that, um, that was part of a landing gear. And you think about the, you know, like when they found out how old this thing was, it was like, you know like 2 million years old or, or something like that. And, but it, it, the years were in the millions and that's how long that thing had been there. So you think about how long aliens have been out here. You think about how long humans have been around. People say blink of an eye, what, um, 12,000 years, um, for civilization, um, according to what mainstream scientists are saying that during that time, mankind couldn't have been around uh, or they were inside caves, uh, as a bunch of cavemen. But, um, the, that landing gear, man, that tripped me out. I was like, Oh shit. Wow. They had no shit, man. That's, that's actually something that, um, is, you know, it is apparently it's possible now that, you know, cause when you do that carbon dating and stuff like that, um, there's no dinosaur that's going to fix it like that, you know, and dinosaurs has the, uh, intelligence to make a a landing gear. Um, so my thought about that was maybe in a way, maybe that spaceship crash landed. Um, because as far as, uh, flying goes, that's, there's always problems with flying because you're dealing, you know, no matter how advanced your technology is, I mean, just look at the Roswell incident, you know, crashed UFO, no matter how advanced your technology is, there's always going to be some mechanical error. And that's why, um, when people fly airplanes and helicopters, those things have constantly got to be maintenanced and, um, cleaned and, oh man, there's so much that go into it. One of my uh, buddies was telling me about it. I was like, damn, really? He goes, Yeah. He goes, so if you want to get a helicopter for Clagatoe veterans, you know, you're, you're pretty much going to be on that helicopter, you know, 24 hours a day, every time you take off and every time you land or every time you leave. And every time you get back, you're going to have to keep constantly doing maintenance on it and checking everything. And, and, um, and so anyways, um, that landing gear, it kind of made me think that, you know, well, you know, if that if it was a pilot error by an extraterrestrial maybe overshot it maybe it wasn't um planning it right or maybe just um its calculations were off or it didn't account for a meteor to hit it or what for whatever reason let's say it crash landed and that that landing gear um you know it came out and when it hit the ground really hard it probably broke off and that piece came out and flew off or when it landed it It might've been around, um, I think they said it was during the time of, there was like dinosaurs. See, that's the part where I wish, really wish I wrote it down. But if it was during the time of dinosaurs, let's say, um, I don't know, let's say a T-Rex was chasing, uh, for whatever reason, let's say a stegosaurus or triceratops, um, that dinosaur probably would have been going at a good, what, 40 to 30 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour, possibly. Um, it, it would be going at a really good, hard enough speed to where it probably didn't recognize that, uh, spaceship as, um, something that is to be feared. So it like ran right towards it, maybe thought it was like a hiding spot and hit it and hit the wheel. And probably that's how it, you know, broke the, uh, alien ship or something. But, um, if anything, you know, it just anything that is, um, machine driven, that it's got like some technical motor motorized function to it, there's always going to be an error to that. I mean, you could be the best pilot in the world, but if, um, if you fly into, a bunch of ducks flying south for the winter and they get inside your engine, you know, guess what? <laughs> You're going down. Unless you know how to land that plane, you probably won't survive. And, um, and then there was another um, another ancient discovery that they, on that episode, they were talking about, which was, um, so there was the hammer, the, um, the landing gear, and then there's that screw. I just read about that one. And there was... Uh, there were, there was another, there was another ancient, uh, piece. Damn. I just had it in my head. Um, but oh, well, I'll jump onto the other one. Then there's another, um, footprint, a human footprint. And when, you know, they did these, this carbon dating, uh, this one, I think I read off of, uh, the internet and, um, they found a human footprint that was like a million years old. Then I think on ancient aliens, they talked about, it could have been the same one or a different one, but it was carbon dated at 2 million years old, an actual human footprint. So that should really be something to take into consideration when seeing how as, as natives nowadays, what legacy, what are we actually leaving behind? What's going to stand a test of time? And it, damn sure better not be coronavirus and the face covers and the vaccines because that's, that's always going to be changing just with the new public fear with whatever the government wants to put in there. And that's why, um, that's why I'm bringing this up is just to say like, you know, what are we really going to leave behind for me? You know, I could do a million podcasts, but in the end, you know, where is it going to be stored? you know um yeah it could be on one like you know USB drive but later on in the future uh if someone wanted to preserve this podcast and put it on crystal cuz you can um pretty much um use crystal quartz to store uh information which is what they're doing nowadays because crystal is stronger and it lasts longer um and you know, it's kind of hard to break. So that's where a lot of, uh, scientists nowadays, they're starting to put a lot of their information on these little, uh, crystallized discs and, you know, that will stand a test of time. And so maybe, you know, maybe something like that. If, if somebody were to say, all right, you know, I like Clagatill Veteran podcast, you know, and I don't want to put it on the, on the internet or ethernet and it's not going to last that long because mankind is, is, set for doomsday or whatever. And, and let's say that doomsday comes, let's say it's actually some, some plague mixed with a meteor shower mixed with, um, um, you know, more devastation, uh, natural, natural occurrences like a volcano and, or let's say a meteor hits a volcano and sets it off. And, you know, the whole world dies from it pretty much. But whoever is surviving, they might come across, let's say, that little crystal disc inside um, whatever container it's in. They take it out and they find out how to play it. And there's a Mateo Native Ravager, Navajo Pedro, and Arrow, and Cowboy, and um, Angel the Watcher. And I guess those were the ones that we've had so far in the podcast but they're the ones that they'll be listening to like, Oh, well, who are these guys? You know, what is this language they're speaking? You know? And so anyways, um, those ancient discoveries, the reason why I want to bring it up is just mostly to talk about what that means for us. And what I want to say about it is that mainstream scientists, mainstream science, they've, um, and researchers, they want to give us the easy answers because, you know, at the time they probably really didn't know much. And then also not only that, but they didn't have the technology to kind of, uh, decipher a lot of this stuff. And, um, so when, when these ancient discoveries were being made, like all these, um, Gobekli Tepe—it's a, a city, a civilization over in Turkey—that twelve, 12 000, Oh, see what? Uh, twelve thousand years before Christ, or, or was it just twelve thousand years from now, going backwards? It was. Uh, it shouldn't have existed, and it shouldn't have been as advanced as it is, as it was for that time, and. There are some other um, posts that are coming out on Facebook where people are starting to decipher um, or trying or starting to reveal that a lot of this stuff that mainstream science and researchers have told us the general public aren't actually true because they were saying, Oh yeah, they, they built the pyramids with, um, with uh, you know, by chipping away this and that. But what, what they don't tell people is those rocks and stuff like that, they're not um they're not from around that area. And um um they they had to been brought over and in order for these uh slaves to stack these um uh to stack these giant I don't know giant rocks to to build a pyramid. Those things are, they would have to have, you know, superhuman strength or have some kind of levitation through, um, advanced technology in order to stack them on top of each other. Because you think about it and he's like, oh, well, Mateo native ravager, you know, you're, you're, there you go with your crazy science fiction again about, you know, aliens and whatnot. And it's like, yeah, well, if that's the case, then how come we haven't built anything in this modern age that rivals like something like the pyramid? With all the knowledge and money that we get with the Navajo Nation, how come we haven't done anything great like put up an obelisk or put up some kind of, uh, some type of, um, you know, pyramid or something that will show that, you know, we are here and we are creating energy off of this thing. And it so serves like multiple purposes. And as uh, Navajo Pedro talks about the ley lines, you know. There's ley lines all over the the world. And, you know, if we're so smart as modern day Navajos, how come we're not tapping into those ley lines? How come we're still here struggling, fighting like the veterans organization, the agency still fighting over the executive director and uh, the Navajo nation president to get money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We don't sound that smart after all now, do we? So that's what I'm saying. You know, if, if there's someone that's skeptical that's listening to what I'm saying and saying, Well, yeah, that, that was easy for them to do. And, you know, they, they had the tools for it, you know, though, the thing about, um, flint rock is that, you know, you, you, if you start chipping at a rock with it, it starts to break eventually. And if you're going to use like a wooden stake and you have a rock and a hammer as a, as a hammer and you try to you know, carve the faces of like those, um, those big heads out in, um, the, the Mayan temples out in, uh, down in Mexico, the Aztec, um, the Aztec and Mayan, uh, temples and stuff like that. There's no way you can do it, man. It's just, it's just too, it's just too easy an answer to give. But when you actually look at it and try to do it, or and if you think about it in terms of modernized man, you know, you're not going to be able to do it, man. It's just, it's just takes a lot of advanced technology. So for me, the, the alien, uh, the alien ancestors, they were, you know, making humans, you know, way before they actually put them on, on the ground here. Well, yeah, way before they put them on the ground here on earth. And then they took them back and then they probably had them, um, on earth every now and then put up little tiny, um, civilizations and stuff like that. But when it comes down to it, you know, that, that whole thing with, um, saying that the, the ancient ancestors were able to do all this according to mainstream science just lends more, um, it just lends more um, suspiciousness to the way the coronavirus has been handled. And you know all this stuff about the vaccine, the face covers, the social distancing. It, you know th- the mainstream public will believe pretty much anything, just like when um that Orson Wells guy was reading about the uh, War of the Worlds, and he was saying that, you know that the spaceships landed in New Jersey. And at the time, there was no TV, so everybody that had a radio or could afford a radio were listening to it, you know, mostly the Belaganas, and they started freaking out, man. They started packing up and leaving because they really thought they were under attack. The United States was under attack because they had never heard of a program like that before. You know, they didn't know that Orson Welles was putting on a a play, and that's why when, um, when it went off, when it went on the air, you know, everybody was just freaking out trying to get out of there until later on, I guess, you know, he told everybody it was just a show program, made like public apologies. And later on, Orson Welles kind of, uh, when TV and movies, Oh, well, mostly when movies started going, he became an actor and that's where, um, you know, he, he, but originally he got his fame from that reading that, um, war of the worlds and, So, you know, stuff like that, when you think about it, you know, everybody was sure um, that really believed it. Those that really believed it last year, they were the ones out running out to the Walmart and buying up all the uh, toilet paper. (laughs) And when you think about it now, you know, what was toilet paper going to do? If anything, um, yeah, it would be great to store it. But at the same time, I was, I was looking at the uh, boxes of tissues and I'm like, you guys got all the toilet paper. Well, there's boxes of tissue. How come you guys didn't get that? You know? Um, and then which now leads to rising prices and, um, rising gas prices, rising. Uh, and then I know that somebody in the Clagato community page says, uh, Clagato gas station is price gouging. Cause it was $3 and 44 cents a gallon. But you know, that price gals gouging isn't from so much Clagato or the West Sun company that that runs Clagato store or gas station. It's coming from the politics of Washington. And um, uh, excuse me. And then that's where you know people are saying, "Oh, you know, they're turning against Joe Biden." And you know, there are some people that are still saying it's all Donald Trump's fault. But and I'm just like, you know what? Politics or not, all this, we really got to look into and research and kind of take into consideration what are we leaving behind as far as a- these ancient discoveries go. And, oh man, that was a subject I wanted to cover for a while. So that's going to do it for that um, that segment for, um, for episode 22. Now I'm going to go ahead and talk about Cycle of Lost Heritage. And this should be a pretty good one. Here we go.